Well, welcome to Vince's last drink. My name is Vince Hero, and my last drink was 309 nights ago. How's your weekend? My weekend of Christmas movies continues. I just finished watching Home Alone. And, um... It's a tough watch if you've got mummy issues. Ah... <laughs> oh. She comes back, she stands in the doorway, she's like, I'm so sorry. And he runs over and gives her a hug. And then the old guy out the window, the murderer, hugging the little girl in the snow. So sweet. Really miss those movies where they did like the big orchestral score throughout, you know? I don't know when they stopped doing that. But, you know, Home Alone's got that. Just has a vibe. Well, the one question would be, why when Kevin McAllister says, I made my family disappear, is it like fun and shit? But when I said it last Christmas, it was sad. Why is that? Why? Why? Anyway, fuck it. Um, what else happened today? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I got some fucking solid, solid intel on, uh, on, 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 let's just say, some friends of the family. Jesus Christ. Learn a few things about uh, ice today that I didn't know. Fucking Jesus. You often hear, um, you know, the partners of, of, of people who struggle with alcoholism say that they, you know, they feel alone. Alone a lot. And uh, I can imagine that's definitely the case. Although, it ain't shit compared to the feelings of aloneness when you're with an ice addict. Jesus Christ is poor bitch. Did you know, though, you can, <laughs> apparently ice is, is, is prevalent throughout fishing communities, fishing and whale watching communities, very big on the old ice. I don't know if this is, it sounds like bullshit to me, but apparently this, this, this guy with the, the ice problem, that was what he would, that's how, it, that's how he got hooked on it. You'd go hang out with the... You'd go fishing. Can you imagine anything fucking worse than being jacked up on ice and then having to sit still holding a stick? But it was a brutal story, man. I I probably can't tell you the detail. I don't even know why I brought it up, really, but... Fucking hell, man. She said that she was always suspicious, but she didn't know that he had a problem until... The, the marriage was ending, right? And they had agreed to meet uh, a real estate agent at their, their former home um, for an appraisal or something. And uh, the real estate agent shows up. She shows up. And he's not there. And, uh, and she rings him nothing. So she says to the real estate agent, let's just, all right, let's just go inside. Maybe just let me go in ahead and have a, a quick look around first. 
she goes in, she opens the door, she just gets hit in the face with the whiff of, of fucking chemicals, the fucking blinds are closed, it's the middle of the day, but it's like, it's all dark and shit, uh, there's like bin bags, bin bags just strewn all over the floor and shit with stuff pouring out of them. Fucking everything from, you know, computers, fucking porcelain dolls, random jewelry, just fucking, just shit. And then there's her, uh, her soon-to-be ex-husband lying on the on the sofa, facing away from her, completely naked, fucking jacking it. And on the table in front of him is just every type of paraphernalia from fucking a bunch of crystal to fucking pipes and baggies and fucking the works. Oh, brutal. Can you fucking imagine? I fucking can't. Someone you once loved just turning themselves into that fucking pile of shit. I mean, we... Us alcoholics, we put our partners through some shit, but fuck, can you imagine that? That's a dark note to end the podcast on, but I have to. It's got to be that way. Don't be a cunt to your partners. The moral of the story, and if you're going to jerk off, do it when there isn't a real estate agent outside with your wife and you're surrounded by stolen property and meth. That's the best advice I can give you. Alright, thanks for listening once again. Take it easy.